help my DTC grow. Strategies and quick wins that build up 8-figure DTC brand. How to reach influencers and form a relationship with them as a D2C brand. Arlen Robinson, co-founder of OSC Affiliate Software, has over 20 years of experience helping businesses establish and manage their affiliate and customer referral programs. He shares his knowledge daily on the e-commerce marketing podcast, where he interviews marketing experts about successful e-commerce strategies. You will get the answers to the following questions. What role do influencers play in the success of e-commerce businesses? How could you break down the different levels of influencers? How should you negotiate with them? How could affiliate software help businesses to grow with influencers? And of course, I'm here to help your DTC brand grow, so I asked all my favorite questions at the end. Books to read, mistakes to avoid, quick growth tips and tools to use. Now let's get ready! Is it a bad word now, like influencers? They usually transform it to I don't know, content creators or or micro influencers influencers we're seeing that more the exactly it's that's this year like even saw it last year we're kind of starting to see that more creators content creators as opposed to the influencers because yeah it, i think you're right a lot of times there's a kind of a maybe there's a little bit of a stigma from from influencers as far as you know just out there promoting products you know no allegiance to any particular product line and just you know trying to make a buck yeah maybe maybe they also changed a bit like uh, they don't want to brand it so much and and brand all the channels for themselves what are the roles of the influencers that are playing in the success of an e-commerce business what do you think well these days you know the role of an influencer is I think it's it's really significant. I would say they play, actually, I would say they play a huge role because influencers have the ability to leverage, you through influencers and in, in as a brand, as a D2C brand, you can leverage the social networks of these influencers and their following. So you can essentially tap into a network that you would otherwise not have access to. So these influencers that have a large following across, let's say, Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, you name it, they're reaching an audience, potential customers that would probably be, you know, within your specific space um, that otherwise you wouldn't have access to. So I think it, it plays a very big role these days, especially because, as we all know, that's kind of where people hang out. There's social networks is where everyone is. And um, if you can tap into the, you know, leverage these larger networks, um, I think it, they can play a huge role in, you know, driving traffic to your site, driving sales, potential customers and, and getting more people within your sales funnel. So how, how could I reach them? How could I hook them into a relationship? There's a lot out there, of course. You know, there's a lot of people using the term influencers that consider themselves influencers or affiliates. But to specifically find influencers, there's there's two specific strategies that I always recommend doing. And one of these strategies is not often used. And the first strategy would be to just do some, you know, just some grassroots searching on the major networks. And we'll use Instagram as an example. Let's say you're a in the fashion industry and you sell fashion and maybe you're located out of, let's say, the city of Chicago, for instance. And let's say maybe you sell women's fashion. One of the things that you can do on Instagram is you can do specific hashtag searches of terms that are only used by certain, by influencers or bloggers. So, so for instance, um, I did a search on, if you go into Instagram, let's say right now, and you do a search or hashtag Chicago fashion blogger. Right before this podcast recording, I did that search and it returned approximately 85,000 posts of people that use that. 
And so that's that's quite a bit of people that have used that particular post. As you see with that specific hashtag, that's specific. The only people that are using that are obviously people that are bloggers and that want to come off as a blogger, as an influencer. And when I did that search, what I saw in the results were various influencers and bloggers that were modeling certain fashions, that were talking about fashions that had various levels of engagement. So I would say you can start there. Think about your particular brand. What are some specific keywords or hashtags that you think influencers or bloggers are used? Do those searches and then just do your due diligence. Get somebody on your team to go through this process, maybe on a weekly basis and start building an outreach campaign to these people. You want to first look at their levels of engagement, of course, because, you know, just because people are using that particular hashtag doesn't necessarily mean they're going to be an influencer that's going to be right for you. So you got to see, you know, what's their level of engagement? How often are they posting? How many followers do they have? And then once you've kind of narrowed down a few, set up your outreach campaigns where you're going to reach out to them by direct messaging them, see if you can get their email and set up a follow up outreach campaign. And, and do, you know, do your pitch to determine, you know, if they would be interested in becoming an influencer, an affiliate for your brand. So that that's number one. I would say that's a, a, a great method for finding influencers that a lot of people don't often use. The second method to find influencers that I recommend is joining an influencer network. Now, an influencer network, I, I like to think of as they're kind of, uh, I guess you could say, matchmaking services between brands and influencers. And that's basically what they do is they match up brands with influencers. And so some really popular ones are influencer.co, um, Upflu Upfluencers one, but there's many others. And what you can do as a brand is you can create an account. Um, some of them will allow you to create a free account and it'll give you uh, just initial access to their database where you can do really powerful searches and you can really filter the types of influencers that you're looking for. You can filter them by the amount of followers that they have on the various networks. You can filter them by what specific networks that they are on. And then, you know, you can kind of get them results. And then when the paid portion of these services come into play is when you want to, when you're looking to engage with these people and have a conversation with them and do a pitch and have them, you know, consider being an affiliate or influence over your brand. Um, and so with these networks, you know, they're, they're kind of like the middleman in between the relationship. So of course there's a fee you have to pay, whether it's going to be a, a fee for their services or it's a fee, a uh, commission structure fee. So they all vary, but that would be another great way I would say to find influencers. How could we break down the different levels of influencers? So should I work with one big influencer or a lot of micro influencers? Well, I'm glad you asked that because when people hear the term influencer, they often think of just you know, they kind of lump influencers into just kind of one category. They think of these big celebrities, these big name people that are out there, you know, the the Kim Kardashians of the world, the big name people in the marketing space. There's a Grand Cordon who's in the, the digital marketing space. He's an influencer. The Neil Patels, those type of people in our marketing space are, are, are big name influencers. That's kind of what you think of when you hear them, but that's not the case. Not everybody is a, a mega influencer. And that's what those people are. All those people that I mentioned are in the category of a mega influencer because they have over a million followers on pretty much all of their any of their social networks so they're at that mega influencer level but um, there's other levels um so if we kind of break it down a little bit um starting at the very top like i said the mega influencer would be at the top of the pyramid if you kind of go down you would go to the macro influencer level and those are influencers that have followers in between between the range of 500,000 and about a million followers then you get to the next level which 
be like a mid-tier influencer, which would be people that have about 50,000 to 500,000 followers. And then we get to what I think of as the sweet spot of influencers, which are the micro influencers, which are people that have followers in the range of 10,000 to 50,000 followers. Those are micro influencers. Um, and then even if you kind of break it down at the very bottom level, that would be the nano influencers, anyone that has like anywhere between a thousand and ten thousand followers. I like to recommend that brands focus on the micro influencer level because as you see, they have up to 50,000 followers or they can anywhere between 10 to 50,000 in followers. And that's kind of a sweet spot because they have a good amount of followers with that amount of followers, typically you're going to see a lot of, a little bit more engagement with the audience as opposed to these mega influencers that are, you know, have really kind of no relationship at all with their followers. You know, their followers are just, you know, the common people, I guess you could say they're fans, but micro influencers will typically have more of a tighter relationship with their followers. They could even know them. They may have be in the same circles of their followers. And so when they do post, you're going to, see the comments that they have, the engagement that they have, it's going to be a lot stronger. And that's what you want to look for. I would look for a micro influencer that has a tighter engagement than a mega influencer that has you know minimal engagement any day, because I think that's where you're going to really get the more bang for your buck. Those are the people that their followers are really going to trust what they say, trust what they promote. And I think you're going to be able to get a, a nice return on that and not have to pay such a large amount as you would have to pay a mega influencer. How should I negotiate with them? What kind of offer is uh, useful for a win-win situation with them? The first thing that I recommend when you're dealing with these influencers is you probably have an idea in mind of what you want to pay them. I mean, what I always recommend is pay per performance, which would typically mean like a percentage of, a, of an order total um, that you would pay them, maybe like 20% off any referred sale or 20% commission of any referred sale, 10% or 15%, whatever it is. You may have that in mind, but I what I always recommend is don't disclose that upfront. Start the relationship by telling them about your brand, telling them you're looking at them to promote, and then asking them first, what do they typically expect in return for the promotion on their social networks and see where they're coming from. So you, you always want to get that number first from them before you respond. And that's going to give you a little bit more power and the control of the commission structure. So what I would always say is a kind of a rule of thumb is get what they say and then come under that almost like three to five times lower than what they say is where you want to start the negotiation. Now, of course, it may seem like a huge drop from what they're looking for, but I think that's going to give you enough room to kind of meet you where you really want to be and even maybe a little bit lower than where you want to be. And so that's the, the rule of thumb. Um, and then once you agree on that price, like I said, always do the paper perform pay per performance. I recommend that as opposed to paying an upfront fee for, let's say, a post. You get into some kind of um, rough waters when you go that route, when you're looking to pay somebody upfront for posting something or promoting a product because you really don't know the return you're going to get. So a paper for performance is always best. Um, and then what you can do also as an incentive for them is let them know that, let's say you start off at a 20% commission, let them know that if they hit certain milestones um, over a certain time period, you can raise that. You can then bump them up to 25%, 30% and higher based on the performance that you see. And that's just another way to encourage them to, you know, to steadily promote your brand. How could an affiliate system would work uh, 
to harness this power. So to track these uh, negotiations, to track these payments, to track all the transactions that we have with the influencer. The purpose and the, the main reason you want to use an affiliate software system is it's going to make it a lot easier with your relationship with these influencers. An affiliate software solution will allow you to, from day one, help with even the onboarding of these influencers or affiliates. So most affiliate software solutions will have an option where you can get people to sign up to become an affiliate or an influencer, and it'll create an account for them. And then it's going to give them access to a dashboard. And so, you know, the solution that I, I'm the co-founder of is Ofquest Affiliate Software. And our solution is, is similar to some of the other ones that are out there. They have that same onboarding process where the affiliates or influencers can sign up via a, a sign-up form, and then they'll get access to a affiliate dashboard. And that dashboard is going to make your job a lot easier. So instead of you manually maybe creating some type of trackable link for these affiliates or influencers, manually getting a spreadsheet and tracking the results of these things, you know, that takes a lot of time. And a lot of brands are actually still doing it. They're not using software. They're using spreadsheets. But the affiliate software was, is going to give you the ability to just automate all of that. So once that sign up is done, they get access to their dashboard, a trackable link or, or, or various trackable links are automatically generated for them. Most software solutions like ours will also give the affiliates the ability to create their own custom links. So if they want to create a specific link to maybe just one product that they want to promote overall, they can do that. It's called a deep link or a, a deep trackable link. These tools also can create um, and actually can generate promo codes and even other resources that are readily available for the affiliates all within their dashboard. So you as the brand really don't have to do anything. You can pre-set up uh, all of these software tools. So all they do is sign up and then everything is there available for them, ready to go. Um, all they're doing is promoting and then they can come back to their dashboard and just you know keep track of their success and keep track of the commissions that they've earned. And so that's really the, the advantage of it. It's going to save you as the brand you know, just a lot of time in dealing with these influencers. And could you give me some examples of how these affiliate system has helped e-commerce businesses to grow their revenue or customer base? Yeah, great question. I have a, a recent example, actually, that I'll I'll share with you. Uh, they're a customer of our company, of OSI Affiliate Software, and their company is uh, goes by the name of CMOS Transformation. Now, they make a organic superfood. It's it's called CMOS, basically. And what it does is it has a lot of health benefits. It just helps you to lose weight. I think it, it can help with uh, your your skin, your hair, a lot of things. It helps with your, your digestion. So they have a whole list of benefits and health benefits for it. And so prior to them using our software, uh, which was early last year, prior to them using it last year, they had a pretty loyal fan base or customer base. So these were people that were using it. They saw the benefits of it. They were benefiting from it. And they were, you know, they were just spreading the word for free. They were on social networks. If you can kind of take a look back at their, some of the social posts that are out there prior to them getting some tracking software, you know, there's a lot of people just spreading the word, creating YouTube videos, creating Facebook posts, just because they wanted to just spread the word and they weren't getting paid anything from it. So they already had this loyal customer base. And so when they decided to get an affiliate software to really just kind of help uh, automate the whole process and then just help in further incentivize affiliates and influencers for promoting their brand, they saw a huge increase in their revenues. Um, I mean, so much so that 
they were able to actually um, appear on the show here in the U.S. Uh, called Shark Tank. Um, all of our some of our listeners may be familiar with Shark Tank, so they were actually appeared last year on Shark Tank, and they got a deal, an investment deal, uh, from Mark Cuban and Kevin Hart. Uh, the comedian and actor, uh, Mark Cuban, who's all the, the CEO and also the owner of the Dallas Mavericks. And so that's a huge deal, as you can imagine, to get an investment by those two very prominent uh, figures in the business business world. And so a lot of that growth was really attributed to the success of their affiliate program. Their affiliates, their influencers, and their customers really kind of took it to the next level because they saw that they were incentivized to do so. That's just one example of um, you know, how you can really just really explode your brand through an affiliate or influencer program. Wow. These are great examples. So use an affiliate software and be on Shark Tank. That's the... That's 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 really like an ultimate goal. But yeah, they're, they're really doing well. And so, um, yeah, a lot of it, like I said, is attributed to their affiliate program. What are the other features that, okay, I get influencers, I could track their link, uh, I could give them promo code. Are there any more features that could be useful for DTC brand owners? Yeah, for sure. On the back end, one of the powers of the affiliate software tools or these affiliate software tools is that you can really easily keep track of, you know, from the reporting and metrics standpoint, you can keep track of the top performing affiliates over any given time period. So one of the things that we typically see with affiliate programs is, you you know, let's say you get initially a, a variety of affiliates to sign up, maybe you get, you know, you get upwards of hundreds of affiliates to sign up. What you're going to be able to see within these reports is just like with anything, you're going to get a, a percentage of that, a smaller percentage of that are going to be those top performing affiliates. It's probably going to be like a third of your overall pool of affiliates are going to be those top performing I guess you could say super affiliates and the software tools will allow you to easily tell who that is. You'll be able to see, okay, what referred sales have they sent over any given time? How many, what commissions have they earned? What trackable links are they clicking on? Which particular promo codes are they using over others? And then which social channels are performing the best out of the ones that they're sharing on? So all of those things are statistics and reports that many software tools, uh, affiliate software tools will have give you the ability to do. So as a, a brand, you'll have that data to make you know the right decisions when it comes to, all right, if we see these types of affiliates and influencers are having success, maybe I should double down and try to find other affiliates and influencers that are like those that are already performing well. Um, and so that's, I really, I'd say the power of these tools is, is the ability to really capture all that data and to make, make the right decisions based on the, you know, the analysis of that data. Are you connecting uh, influencers with DTC brands or DTC brands with influencers? So do you have a directory from influencers or directory about DTC brands so they could connect with each other? We actually do. Yeah, we actually have a directory that we provide to all of our customers that will allow them them to once they get our software, this directory will allow them to list their affiliate programs and get these affiliate programs in a directory that's visited by affiliates and influencers. So they can be listed based on their category and gives them, you know, a prominent listing. And so we optimize this actual directory for influencers and affiliates that, that, that will visit it and then they can easily sign up for it. So it's another way to get exposure to affiliates and influencers is through a directory that we provide. This would be an interesting question for me. I, I hope the listeners will we say it as like that, that what would be the title 
of the book that you would uh, start to write today uh, about affiliate marketing for DTC brands? Great question. Um, you know, I can think of many titles, but you, you kind of give me some food for thought. Maybe that is a book I should write, <laughs> you know, because I could see that could be very helpful for D2C brands. But let's see, one title that I could think of that I think would be a catchy title about affiliate marketing to D2C brands would probably be the uh, Maximizing D2C Sales Through Affiliate Marketing. Something like that, short and sweet. I hope the listeners will buy it. <laughs> yeah, I hope so. And uh, maybe you'll give me a vehicle to promote it as well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I should register to your affiliate software. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, would, that would be great, exactly. And last but not least, I want to give some seeds and nutrition for DTC brands to grow. So there is my uh, four quick uh, and favorite questions I ask from all my guests. The first is, what books or influencers would you recommend to read or follow for a DTC brand? One thing, and this is kind of another, kind of ties into another strategy that I didn't mention as far as connecting with influencers. I, I mentioned the hashtag searches. I mentioned the influencer marketing networks and those services. Those are great ways. But another way that you can connect is something that I thought about and I can help you through a book that I read. And the book that I read is called Never Eat Alone is the, is the title of the book. The author, I can't recall his name. I think Farzad, I believe is his first name. Uh, but the title of the book is called Never Eat Alone. And what that book goes through of the gentleman that wrote the book has created almost a systematized process of building your network via going to networking events, going to conferences, and always having that kind of be in the forefront of your mind. And he's kind of structured a, a system where you're creating these relationships and you're not looking at it initially, you're not looking at it as a as what you can get out of it, but what you can give to these people. And that always has to be kind of at the forefront of your mind. Um, you're kind of building a base of I guess you could say social capital when you're looking out there, you're going to networking events. And he goes through the systemized, systematized method of creating a network. And the reason why I say that's important for a D2C brand when they're looking to build an affiliate and influencer network is because when you're creating your network, not only online by contacting these affiliates and these influencers, you can also do the same thing in your local community by doing your own networking, going to networking events, going to conferences. And so he, he really drills down a way that you can easily um, approach these events. Because a lot of times you, you kind of go into these networking events, you really have no kind of strategy as to how to build and, and, and find these relationships. And he has a great method of doing that. So I would say that's definitely a book that I recommend. And secondly, um, I listen to a lot of podcasts, uh, a lot of uh D2C brands focus heavily on digital marketing. So one podcast that I listen to all the time is the Marketing School podcast. That's from Neil Patel and Eric Sue. They put out a brief five to 10 minute podcast every day about a specific digital marketing strategy or tactic. So a lot of great bite-sized information. And last but not least, I would definitely want to recommend my uh, the podcast that I host, which is an e-commerce marketing podcast, where I do a weekly interview of a, a specific e-commerce marketing uh, expert and we they talk about a specific strategy and I kind of drill down to how uh, an e-commerce business can get success with that particular strategy. So those are uh, some things that I would definitely highly recommend that uh, D2C brands would, uh, would, would check out. Good. Uh, the second one is, what is the biggest mistake that a DTC brands could make? The single biggest one. One of the single biggest mistakes that a D2C brand can make, if we kind of want to keep this related to affiliate and referral marketing, is probably kind of what I talked about earlier, what I alluded to earlier, is 
creating a relationship where your commission structure is not paid per performance. I think it's a big mistake if you do not do pay per performance when you're dealing with an affiliate or an influencer, just because you're, it's risky. It's very risky to pay somebody an upfront fee, uh, especially if they're in the, the nano or micro influencer level. You know, they may have a good amount of followers, but it would be really hard to determine the return that you're going to get if you pay, let's say, somebody $500, $1,000 for one post, let's say, on Instagram. It's, it's a bit risky because if you've, especially if you've had no prior relationship with this particular influencer or affiliate, you really don't know where, you, where that's going to go. So I think paper performance is the way to go as opposed to just doing a, a, a one-time fee, a, an upfront fee for a post. The third one is related to the second one. That Could you tell me your quick growth tip related to DTC? As far as growth tip, if we're going to relate this to the affiliate and influencer marketing, quick growth tip would be to find those the right influencers for your particular brand is going to save you a lot of time. Um, I talked about those methods of trying to uncover those specific affiliates by doing the hashtag searches, by doing the affiliate networks. You can find some. The issue, though, with finding those is they may not be the ones right for you. So what I would say is a quick tip for growth to save you a lot of time and to help you hone in on those right affiliates and influencers is almost put them through a, I guess you can say, kind of like an interview process in a way. Because what you want to do is you want to find those influencers that truly connect and resonate with your brand, that have the same goals as you and your brand, have the same mission, uh, that are conscience, conscious about the same things and values that you have. Uh, because if you if you find those that are in line with your same mission and your same values, that's going to save you a lot of time because you could be reaching the wrong ones. If you get the wrong influencers, the wrong affiliates, they could have a whole different crowd of followers that really just don't resonate with your brand at all. So I think going through that interview process uh, can save you a lot of time. And that's, that's definitely, I think, a, a big growth tip when it comes to growing an affiliate and a, a influencer marketing program. My last question is, uh, what tools would you use as a DTC brand for growth? You could say it in parallel with an affiliate uh, software. Parallel with an affiliate software. Of course, I, I, I highly recommend our affiliate software, which is OSI affiliate software. Definitely, that would say that's definitely the one to go. But uh, I, I may be biased <laughs> because I am the co-founder. Uh, aside from that, uh, tools that I would say that would work in conjunction with that is going to be something that somebody on your team actually would even be able to use. Now, a lot of brands may not have, let's say, an in-house graphic design but if they if they don't, one of the things that you're gonna in order to achieve success with an affiliate software is you gotta have the right marketing materials and creative media for your influencers so that they can easily promote a social network. So the tool that I recommend using is, is Canva. Canva is the graphic design tool and service that will allow you to, they actually have a free plan and they have a, even have a, a pay plan where you can go in there and no matter what account that you create, you can create social posts and the graphics for social posts. You don't have to have any graphic design experience. And that's why I say this is ideal for a, a, a D2C brand that may not have an in-house graphic person, but may have a marketing person that you know is at least knowledgeable about the marketing language that you need to be using, but they don't have the graphic design experience. They can easily use Canva to create these social posts for your affiliates, for your influencers, um, so that they have a nice uh, repository of uh, creative media that they can use to easily promote across their networks. Arlen, 
it was great to have you here and I'm grateful that you answered my call and yeah, I should really be an affiliate for Riverside. Thanks for the idea. Yeah, yeah, no, definitely. I'll send you the link to sign up for sure. I really would appreciate it. And thank you, Mikolish, for, for having me on the podcast. I really appreciate it. And hopefully um, the information that I've shared will resonate well with your listeners. And don't forget to try these tips today. For more seeds and nutrition, stay tuned for the next episode.